0: Okay, what's on my mind? Ed Reed was uh, fired uh, from his position as head coach at Bethune-Cookman University, uh, as the football coach, uh, before it even got started. I mean, he hadn't got a contract yet. He did put out a video uh, denigrating the school uh, because of, situations that could be handled you know uh basically he was going around picking up trash he showed like uh, they didn't have a practice facility he uh showed uh a hole in a fence that could have been fixed um you know he just showed different problems and granted you know the uh, the post that he put on social media it was profanity profanity laced and uh you know People, I guess, took that the wrong way. And, you know, some people were saying that he shouldn't have used profanity. But I don't think profanity had anything to do with it, in my opinion. Uh, I think it was more uh, he exposed a problem to the world. And, you know, embarrassment usually moves people. But the thing about it is sometimes they're gonna, it's going to move people to do things against you and it's not going to cause them to move things, to, to, to move to fix the problems that you uh, brought to light. So I, uh, myself, I was watching several videos and I did see the tearful last meeting that he had with his football players and recruits and parents and he uh, still did some recruiting for the school. He brought his nephew to the school. And uh, he had people that wanted to come to play for Bethune Cookman University, to play for Ed Reed. Um, I. Okay, this is my opinion. I think there was fault on both sides. I mean, uh, where? where and people need to step back and look at this you know I know there's a lot of every supporters and I'm one of them but where can you go and call out your employer before you even sign your contract before you even in the job fully call them out for for running a messy organization and then expect to keep your job that's not going to happen so, I mean, and he did apologize, but, you know, but Bethune-Cookman, they, you know, these are men too, you know, uh, men and women. No, I, should, I shouldn't say men. These are people too. So they have feelings and, uh, you know, I know people are going to say, well, you shouldn't make a, a decision based on your feelings, but that's kind of naive, You know, sometimes you 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 cut your cut your nose off to spite your face. You know, even though he was bringing in recruits, and it seems like he was going to be able to leverage some um, some relationships to probably bring some resources to the school. But you know, if you embarrass the school, and you embarrass uh, the administration, the administration has the power to get rid of you, especially if you if you haven't signed your contract yet. That being said. You know, I see a lot of people uh, coming on comments and things like that saying, don't uh, paint uh, HBCUs with one big broad brush. And, and I agree with that. But like I said, I went to an HBCU. And when I was there, and let me preface uh, my statement by saying this I don't, I see Morgan State University's campus now, and it's beautiful. I mean, there they, have been a lot of upgrades. Uh, I haven't been in the buildings in, in some years, but uh, from from what I see, it looks really, really nice. A lot better than it did when I was there. But uh, I do speak to some people who went to HBCUs and we all complain about the same problems. You know, I mean, th- it was always about the administration. And these are, th- these are uh, I mean, just a, a, a lack of sympathy you know we I I would go uh at, at the beginning of the semester you know I, I was a financial aid student you know my, my parents were civil servants you know they, they couldn't cut a check for me to go to an HBCU and I remember when I visited now this is 30 years ago over 30 years ago you know they had holes in the walls in the dorms and the dorms were awful now they, they renovated the dorms the first year I was there but, uh, you know, these were some terrible situations. Let, let me just put it that way. And I talked to other HBCU grads. My my, my daughter went to an HBCU. I'm not going to mention them. You know, I don't know. But uh, she said they had the same problems with the administration. I mean, they had a protest the first year she was there. So, I mean, when you say don't pay, HBCU is the one big broad brush. I mean... We just hear about a lot of administrative issues that go on at HBCUs that just don't go on at PWIs. I'm not going to say it doesn't go on, but we don't hear about those issues as much at PWIs. And uh, I bring up my daughter again. My daughter, she had friends. My daughter went went away to college in 2017. And she would talk to her friends who went to PWIs and say, you know, are you guys having these problems? no. No, 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 you know, uh, you know, one school in particular here in Georgia. She had friends that went to Valdosta State. She said, "No, we got here. Everything was in order. We moved into our dorm. No issues. No issues at all. I mean, when my daughter got there, I mean, the the dorm rooms weren't weren't finished, and I mean, it, it's it's just crazy. And I'm like, you know, and then when you talk to people who have gone to HBCUs. The comment that you hear a lot is, well, welcome to HBCU life. Like, yo, like, you should just take it. Hey, this is just what it takes to go to an HBCU. And I know all HBCUs are not the same, but I mean, whether it be Bethune-Cookman, Morgan State, where I went, oh, you know, other uh, other HBCUs, We do keep hearing the same problems. Now, uh, I I, I do have a cousin. He has um, three children. Two of them went to uh, PWIs, and one went to an HBCU. Uh, And he did say he did have problems with the administration at, at, uh, at a particular PWI. But, I mean, we don't hear... As this problem this problem being systemic throughout you know the Clemsons or the Alabamas or stuff like that. you know they had issues and it seems like those, these, those are usually isolated incidents. but I mean when you talk to people who went to HBCUs there's always issues and it's always the same issues. and if they're still having the same issues that 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 I had when I went to an HBCU, Over 30 years ago, that's a huge problem. Y'all still, with all the technology, even if you guys have outdated technology, technology from 2015, 2010, y'all shouldn't still be having people waiting on financial aid and things like that. You know, you shouldn't, Ed Reed should not be going around picking up trash. And I understand hurricanes, but you know, the, the hurricane was months ago. You guys don't have enough money to hire a janitorial staff? And even if you don't, you know, he has his football players and athletes out there picking up trash. Nobody has enough money to get someone to fix a hole in the fence. I mean, I I I myself, I, I don't have the funding of an HBCU. And if somebody, if I have a hole in my wall at my house, I can call a handyman to fix it. So, I mean, a lot of these problems are not funding-related. These are just things that are just completely overlooked. And they're always waiting for somebody else to fix the problem. Now, I'll go back to... I don't think Ed Reed should have handled it the way he handled it. And he did apologize. But we... Sometimes we we need to listen to the message and not how the message was given. And embarrassment does motivate people. I mean, I it's it's just a fact of life. Sometimes you tell people things behind closed doors and you get you get the sweet talk. Oh, yeah, we're going to take care of that. Oh, we didn't know that was an issue. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going we're going to handle that. Okay, we're going to look into the situation. I such and such hey you know look at this situation take notes on that and we need to get somebody over there right now and and then the problem persists no one does anything but all of a sudden when you're embarrassed and the world is watching and now you have people putting it on social media now all of a sudden fences are fixed trash is picked up all of a sudden you get a practice field And and Ed Reed, uh, he he said himself look, He said he came out of his pocket To help some students Some some student recruits He came out of his pocket He didn't even sign a contract yet And when I heard him talking with passion He was there for those kids He was there for the students Of Bethune-Cookman University And the athletic program And here's another thing I think uh, HBCUs need to get on this sports bandwagon. You know, look, a lot of schools are being supported by the athletic program. And if you can get an Ed Reed to come in and stay, if you can get a Deion Sanders, if you can somehow uh, keep them from going to PWIs, because if, uh, let's call it spade a spade. If Ed Reed would have done... What he, what Dion did in three years at Bethune Cookman, believe me, the PWIs and the Power Fives, they, they, they were coming, and they do that. They don't do that at just the HBCUs, and they do that at all schools. But if he would have made a commitment, no, I'm going to make a commitment to Bethune Cookman University. Believe me, that could have been a really, really, really great deal for both parties. I don't know if Ed Reed's going to get another uh, coaching opportunity because, you know, people are going to see the people are going to see that 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 that, that video and, and, and they're going to, you know, say, hey, you know what? Mm, I don't know. You know, are you going to, uh, you know, embarrass us into doing things uh, if, if, if you don't get, uh, you know, what you want or, or we don't move at the speed you want us to move? Or you know, I mean, people just don't like being embarrassed, especially when, when, when they're when they're employing you. So in conclusion, I just say, hey, things could have been handled both uh, differently on both sides, however, however, I think that the fact that Ed Reed was easily able to just walk around campus. And just show these things that are just blatantly obvious to everyone else, and no one's done anything. You know, dirty floors and 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 trash around campus and 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 track gear and and, and the track is uh you know all right now cleaning up that track that's going to cost some money, but you know if he was able to do that and just and just in just a month's time. I mean, there's probably a whole lot more going on that we don't see. So, look, we need to get together with some of the... uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We need to go get together with some of the more wealthy people in our community. And we need to stop being so sensitive when it comes to people pointing things out. But we need to talk to each other more. You know, and, you know, if that doesn't work then yeah maybe embarrassment is the way <laughs> I mean I, I don't know well that's what's on my mind you guys let me know what you think